This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my Pornspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Funny Raw. I am your host, Sylvia Sage, joined in studio with my co-host, Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. (laughs) Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And you guys, in studio this month, I am very happy to welcome back the very talented, the very handsome. I I don't know where I was going with that. My words are all thrown off. The very happy. I know, that's what it is. The happy, healthy, handsome Adam Ramsey, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me back. (laughs) I just get so flustered around very handsome men. I cannot spit out my words. Um, So let's talk about that because... What we are talking about is dating inside and outside of the industry and how we cope with that. Uh, if you are dating inside or outside of the industry, you had mentioned earlier you've kind of had. Well, no, you haven't really had both because you haven't dated someone that started as a performer. That's correct. I have not dated specifically a, somebody who I met in the industry and yeah. we were both performers and then started dating. Uh, the couple of experiences I have had is people I've dated who during our time together, they decided they wanted to, to kind of join. enter that world and um, you know do their own thing with it. So let me ask then. Um, when you met these people, do you think they already knew or did you tell them right away? How did that, how did that introduction go? Uh, already knew about me. Yeah. And what um, you did for a living. Yes, I think so. Because, uh, yeah, I, both, at both times I was at a different point in my career, but it was pretty, I was never really shy about it. And I think, uh, uh yeah, I was definitely out there. So they did know, um, the, the most recent significant relationship I had was with someone who I was with for three years. Um, and now we're very good friends. Um, but at the beginning he kind of had like a little bit of, um, he, he had a little bit of reservation and a little mm. bit of judgment about mm. it, judgment. but, but okay. I think it came from a place really of intrigue. I think he yeah. was really on some level like maybe a little jealous that I had that and he did not. The um, freedom or the... Just the, yeah, the freedom, the, uh, and also just the access. Mm. Like, you know, I think, you know, there's a mystique to it. There's yeah. a mystique to being in adult films. And, yeah. and you know, like if, if he's doing some research and sees that I've like, I, I think with someone been with someone that he's with. jacked off yeah, to in exactly. the past yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, kind of made him sort of be like, well, I want to know what that's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, were you open in your relationship uh, before he j- joined the industry, or was it? Were you very closed off, and then kind of were like, "Well, do you mean like monogamy versus non-monogamy?" Yes. Um, yeah. yes. So, and this is I'm this is where this is going to be an interesting part of this conversation <laughs> because I'm I feel like you're going to educate me a little bit about what okay. it's like dating in the straight world okay. as a performer and not as a performer mm-hmm. um, because for me, I'm at this funny place in my adulthood where I'm like sick of the normative model and I'm, I, I don't understand it when, especially in queer relationships, when people allow certain ideals and values to take front and center, I I don't really understand double standards. Mm. I don't really understand super duper jealous 
like members of a partnership mm-hmm. um, and I understand that jealousy um, it, I can recall the last episodes feelings are messages not facts uh, I do not reject jealousy as yeah. a general emotion I think it's an opportunity to look deeper at mm-hmm. what it is we're actually feeling and mm-hmm. why but also, it's 2023, y'all. Yeah. Get your shit together. Yeah. If, if you're a queer person, a queer <laughs> male watching this, get your shit together. <laughs> All right? The whole point of being queer is rejecting the normative model. Yeah. Stop being jealous. Let your partner do your thing. Talk about it. Communicate. Be respectful. Yeah. There. No, rant, I... And rant. <laughs> I love that. And I don't think just, I think all people out there don't just make it to the gay men out there. Please put it to the straight men also, because you're right. It is, it is wildly different on the straight side because women are expected to have this, you know, like virginal aspect to them and you can be sexual, but you can't be overtly sexual, you know? So, so me having this, this porn star, um, branding, it makes me, uh, like you were talking, it kind of puts me in this, like, uh, this little shiny box for people, but nobody wants to open the box because it's not a real item. I'm not a real person. I'm not a real individual. These people, I'm just this shiny object of, you know, of, attraction for these people but i'm not necessarily a whole human that they would take home how does that to feel their for you that's got to be tough it is shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm writing a comedy special to deal with the whole thing and really? i will be addressing to the whole world how i am viewed as a person and kind of what that's that's done to me as a person yeah you know so and, and i mean i'm sure it's really complicated for you as well because like i'm sure if if you were to share that with somebody, somebody of a lesser mind, lesser evolved mm-hmm. perspective might be like, well, you kind you of did it. that yourself. Yes. Like, yeah. You don't have to maintain this kind of mm-hmm. upkeep mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Right. Which yeah. I completely reject and yeah. think is totally horrible. Yeah. But I'm sure you deal with it sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, one thousand percent. And it's to, you're right. Exactly that. It's like, well, you did this to yourself. You know, you didn't have to do this it, because. I do have a college education. I didn't come into the the porn world as this like poor decrepit little person. Like, please help me. I came in with a plan, and this was always a financial yeah. plan for yeah. me to back up my comedy career. It was done with intelligence. It wasn't done out of necessity. I mean, there were certain points that were very down in my life, but pornography certainly brought me out of that. I accredit like the best parts of my personality to pornography, mm. and the rest of the world associates the most negative things with my porn career so Mm. it's a very interesting um place to be but that's why i don't really date you don't you don't date no i really haven't dated since being in the industry because when i meet people they think they can handle what this is Uh, and then they get into it and i've even had guys where i've you know, seen them after a scene, you know, I've gone to their house after I've shot and they didn't want to kiss me, you know? And I thought, it's not like I haven't showered, I haven't brushed my teeth, I haven't done all the things, but because somebody else's, you know, penis was in my mouth, like within 24 hours, you don't even want to come close to my face or not wanting to introduce me to their parents or things of that nature, you know? So it definitely is just a, a place where I feel it's almost better if I don't try until I am out of the industry because I feel like it's just such a scarlet letter that it just doesn't allow me to be in a happy place with a partner. That's so unfair. That's so unfair. And there are really successful relationships of people that are in adult films, whether they're in 
whether their partner is in or out. Yeah. There's still a lot of relationships that do work. Yeah, and I do see those and I I I think it's beautiful. I just don't know how you get there. Sure. You know? Well, my experience is in on the gay side of things and I feel like it's um I've certainly seen relationships that are successful, but kind of like addled with drama. And, yeah. you know, and I mean, I, I always refer to, do you guys watch Rick and Morty? Have you ever of heard? Of course, <clears throat> yeah. I love Rick and Morty. Yeah, same. And there's this one episode where they visit like a couple's counseling planet. Yeah. And like Rick is saying something like, it's, oh, it's totally successful. They can even save a marriage between a porn star and a porn star. <laughs> and I thought that was such a, I know, Ouch. such a funny read. <laughs> Um, do you think you could date someone in the industry? I have tried that also. Talk to me. Um, I yeah. want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah, I have tried it. And I think um, the one that I'm thinking about, which was the most recent, um, it only kind of dissipated because he was just um, he was moving out of state and kind of just wanted to travel. But I did find that even that was hard just because we both worked a lot. And I um, am very cautious when it comes to testing myself. I, I truly, truly like to test in between every partner. Mm. Um, it doesn't always work out that way, but I just prefer it. Yeah. And uh, we were dealing with a lot of, you know, well, I have to work this day. Well, I have to work this day. Well, then I can go test on this day. Day and I can test this day and then you know he got a negative um, a false positive basically like he was like oh we were on our way to dinner and he was like I got you know uh, chlamydia and I was like oh man he found out the next day he didn't get chlamydia <laughs> but that ruined our night together because yeah. we couldn't be intimate because here we are thinking he has an STI and so it was just a lot of those things of like how do we actually spend intimate time together and then you're also like should we film it put it on our OnlyFans, or should we just have this moment the two of us yeah. and not turn on a camera right so it was a lot of those mm. variables that kind of got in the way of like making it a fun relationship which i think that happens in my other relationships as well as they're like well how many times have you worked this week you know like and i'm like it's not the same though because for me work is like going to the gym. It's a workout. It is yeah. hard work. It's on not soft surfaces. And, you know, <laughs> like it's just not yeah. fun for me as opposed right. to real sex is real sex. Yeah. You know, it's like the difference between getting like, you know, an appetizer walking through the buffet, you know, like it's just a different meal I'm sitting down to have. Do you still have like intimate at home off camera sex? Mm-mm. No. See, that's Mm-mm. that's something that I've always try to avoid is yeah. like I, I've been very careful with my with my relationship to porn because I didn't want it to affect my relationship mm-hmm. with sex it is um, a thousand percent affected it. but do you find that there's like a less drive for sex outside I have no drive working? for sex none Oh, that's, that's tough. That's that tough. breaks my heart. <laughs> well, um, it's just a message. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I do still have a drive for sex. Uh, I actually have less of a drive for romance. I, oh. I miss it. I miss it. I still, you know, uh, but I, I compare like myself now to when I was in my 20s mm. when like, I mean, my my version of beer goggles was like the illusion of romantic possibility. <laughs> Now that shit is out the window. Like I like somebody will you were telling us earlier how you like miss somebody asking you to dinner rather than just texting you and within five texts wants to fuck. Yeah. I'm the opposite where I'm kinda like, dinner? Don't you wanna like well, 
don't you want to get down and then see if we want to have dinner? Like, see like, if we're even hungry you know what afterwards? I mean? <laughs> like, you know, dinner could be the treat after. Oh my God. Um, but like uh, my my podcast uh, co-host, Cole Connor, he talks about this a lot where like the last couple times he's dated, it's always with somebody who thinks yeah. they're okay. Yes. And says they are but does kind of pull stuff like this yeah. where they kind of get deep in their head and anytime it's time for intimate time, they're like, well, you just like had sex all week yeah. with like these really hot guys. And Or I think the thing that upsets me the most, and you might also have this, is yeah. are these are these people willing to introduce you to their families? Because that is like the biggest hangout for people that I date is will they introduce me to my their friends and family? <laughs> and my dad would, would, my dad would love both yeah. of you. <laughs> but that's a big thing is like, you know, I've met some of the friends of other people, but even when I've met friends, I almost feel like a trophy on their arm and not their girlfriend. Hmm. I almost feel like they're introducing me as this is Sylvia Sage, you know? So and you it's, think it's, it's because of your porn career, not because you are a goddess? Because, <laughs> I mean, there's that, I mean, too. <laughs> it's felt because of my porn career. Okay. That's how it's felt to me. And because mm. there hasn't been the family aspect of, like, I would love for you to meet my mom, I would love for you to meet my well, dad. But you're also suggesting, or you also suggested previously that they're not willing to open the little box yeah right and if you're not seeing someone as a complete human yeah and mm. they're only that mm -hmm. uh, then it becomes problematic and not seeing the whole person yeah holism isn't something that pornography is known for yeah right especially because of the content that's often being created we see like two-dimensional kind of situations and that's the expectation and the same way that young men are growing up in an environment where they're not learning about sex except through porn mm -hmm. uh, the expectation is within four minutes you're getting a blowjob yeah right and so yeah. all of those things create an environment where no one is willing to even consider that the box is more complex and yeah that if you open it there's like this beautiful diamond inside yeah right yeah for all of you Hypothetically, if I may challenge yeah. you for a moment, okay. based on what we have discussed so far, <laughs> um, what you said about the issue you had with the one time you were dating somebody in the in the industry yeah. versus the few times you have outside, mm -hmm. those sounded like fairly solvable problems. Um, like I know they're co they're complex yeah. and and sometimes frustrating. Yeah. But like I wonder if like we can we can if you can meet somebody in the street who is able to keep his ego in check. Right. And you guys were able to like schedule things a little differently. Yeah. Is it possible that you could like maybe date someone who like gets what you're going through? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an option. I've thought about it. I mean, that's why I have dated the, you know, the few people in the industry that I have tried to do because I thought, well, these would be the people who would understand. Yeah. These are the people who know that it is a job and I am going to work and it's not the the mental connection isn't the same, you know? And yeah. I think you almost have to be a performer to understand that to the complete and total extent that it is. Right. So that was my thought process, was yeah. like, someone who understands it, somebody who gets it. You Are know? they nice straight guys in, in the industry? There's a few. Okay, there's a yeah. few. <laughs> well, yeah. You were saying ones that could understand what you're going through, like all of a sudden I was like looking at population size and it was getting very small. Yeah. Every time yeah. you were yeah. mentioning a new uh -huh. category. Yeah. yeah, well that's how I feel. Like I feel sure. like, because you know, I do, you know, when I go online, people are like, what are you looking for in a man? I'm like, oh my God, so many things. But that's exactly <laughs> it is, I do want the checklist and I'm so happy being yeah. alone that if I don't have the checklist and sure. it's like, what is But that becomes like an point. unrealistic expectation where you're not willing to do the work <laughs> to maybe overcome some of 
those things, yeah. right? Because they're they're not all positive or negative, yeah. right? They just are. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of work yeah. for you to, like, happiness doesn't just happen and Prince Charming doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, other than you, of course. Well, thank you. I mean, well, this is where this is where I feel like we. This is kind of a maybe an unpopular opinion at this point, but I feel like this is where we're headed. I think fluidity is kind of the future, yeah. and like I hope so. And I don't think happiness does rest anymore on finding that one. You know what an I mean? Notion. Well, yes, yeah. but it's what we've been taught for centuries. Yeah. Um. And and like Disney's been pounding us with yeah. You know, decades. Yeah. yeah. Right. I would rather French be pounding charming. something else uh, <laughs> more often than not. And yeah. uh, and and yeah, I I feel like I am trying to focus a little bit more on like cultivating really nice friendships. Yeah. Um, some of them sexual, some of them not. Yeah. Um. I and I feel like this is where I I'm curious about your experience as uh in the heterosexual sexual world because yeah. <clears throat> I feel like it's more frowned upon there as it, than it is here yeah. to experience life and connection that way. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, and this is not me being cynical at all. I promise. Like this is actually me kind of, when you were saying that you're really happy being alone. Yeah. I feel the same. Yeah. I, I, lo I enjoy dating and I've had some really good times in my relationships, but when I break up, I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I I'm get in free. better shape. Oh my god! Yeah, like, I've got so much free time. Yes, I can take I'm naps. I'm myself I like myself better. <laughs> Love when I'm myself. Single. Same. You know? I think when I get into a relationship, you mentioned the word jealousy earlier. I yeah. am an insanely jealous oh, yeah. human in a relationship. <laughs> I don't even mean to be. I just get to the point where I'm. I'm one of those people where I'm like, do you still like me? <laughs> you, you don't hate me yet, right? Like you still, you still want to be with me? So I think for me in a relationship, I see a lot of ugly qualities come out in a uh, relationship and yes. I'm like oh my gosh but I'm so much stronger and more confident alone mm -hmm. you know and I yeah. dance in my kitchen and sing in my kitchen yes. alone and I'm like and I remember an ex saying this to me when he was at my house he said I want you to have your morning the way that you would have it but I couldn't because mm. I can't have my morning <laughs> the way I'm going to have it when you're there because you're here I want to be dancing and singing and yeah. smoking pot for the first two hours and not really doing shit and you're going to judge me because I haven't showered yet <laughs> you know so. did you see that meme that was going around about Whoopi Goldberg's <laughs> response to why she's not married no she said something like I don't want someone in my damn house oh, right. <laughs> I love that so much <laughs> well I have said if I did find somebody we would have wings of the house for sure like i want my yeah. own bathroom my own bedroom like all that good good stuff yeah yeah, yeah. i don't wake up like this okay <laughs> so. i mean you look pretty good at all times eh, eh, yeah yeah <laughs> do you think that this deviation from intimacy and the emotional aspects of it is something that's happening like on a larger scale or is it because of your unique situ like your unique position in the adult film industry that I would love to know that too because you like creates an environment where open in the gay community certainly it's becoming much more common mm. uh, in the in the heterosexual community perhaps a lot less but it's still more common than it used to be yeah and so like is there like a is there like a place where that shift to occurs so, for you? So the way I'm going to answer this is I don't feel like I'm deviating from emotional intimacy. Mm. I think I'm deviating from these relationship models that sure. no longer serve me. Mm. Sure. Um, I feel like I have plenty of emotional intimacy. Sometimes it doesn't last beyond one or two fuck dates. Mm. But like I feel like sex is a wonderful way to get to know somebody. Uh, thank you. You know what I mean? I'm like, a first date sex kind of girl. Uh, totally. People really judge me for that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, yes. 
What the yeah. hell? Yeah. Get your shit together, people. Coming <laughs> in the gay community, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, you don't go on a first date until yeah. that's happened. Yeah, and you know, and I feel like I have heard that in the past when they're like, mm-hmm. if she's a first date sex yeah. kind of girl, she's not marriage material. Yes, yes. Well, but those yeah. weird constructs that are related to like the Puritan yes. religious background yes. of the country. Yes, I feel like yeah. the shift. We're like mid shift. Yeah, the, the perspective is changing. I I remember going to the Eagle in San Francisco a few years ago and and being there early for like a work session and like a go-go shift or something yeah. and I saw these two couples come in straight young you could tell they were like 21 mm-hmm. and they were just like drinking and having fun they were dancing they were cute and then like one you know one cup they're the straight couples they start making out with each other and then i realized that they switched couples where like the guy was now making out with the other girl oh, the other wow. guy was ma- they start making out with each other and then the girls started making wow. out with each other and the guys started making out with wow. each other and I was Progressive. so proud. Yes. I was like, if that's the future, I love it. We're doing okay. Yeah. I hope it is. I know it was San Francisco, and San yeah. Francisco's a little ahead, and they're all sluts there. Yeah. But. That's. <laughs> I also love that, and I I say all the time. I think everybody's just kind of like on a Kinsey scale of yes. sexuality. Yeah. Anyway, fluid you know. is the future. Yeah, that's I get a I lot think. of backlash. For that I mean, online. society and culture play a huge role there, and yeah. so does religion in this country for sure. Right? Yeah. Even though in a lot of places we're deviating away from religion, mm. uh, the U.S. is still not yeah. doing that. Uh, and so, it, certainly right now, we could argue that it's going backwards in a lot of instances. In a lot of places. Yeah, and so depending on where you are in the country is yeah. going to dictate a lot of these things mm-hmm. uh, for how you view relationships or what's even possible. Yeah. yeah, and so that sucks, but that's the way it is. Yeah. So right. sure, we've been fluid always. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, for thousands of years, that fluidity was kind of embedded into society and culture. Mm-hmm. But that's not not the way society and culture works now in the U.S. Right? And yeah. there's like restrictions for men and their fluidity that doesn't necessarily exist the same way for women. Oh, a hundred and ten percent. A whole bunch of individual problems there. And so yeah. even if they want to be fluid or could potentially fathom the idea of being yeah. fluid culture and society dictate something else i right. say that all it's tied to your ma- masculinity at least yeah i say yeah. that all the time because like i have obviously licked hundreds if not thousands of vaginas i personally don't consider myself a lesbian and neither does the rest of the world but had any straight man sucked a thousand dicks you'd be gay sucked one dick well, I sucked one dick let alone a thousand but yeah they would be gay but it doesn't translate the same I'm still considered a straight woman no matter how many pussies I lick because yeah. I take dick you right. know but on the opposite it doesn't matter how many pussies you've licked if you're a man if you have taken dick that label is now upon you. And Which it's, I actually recommend that men should do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, for prostate health. I agree. There's a lot of variables that are really good for you guys. You know, so, uh, I, I feel like it's a prescription. Like, yeah. like every man should get fucked well, at least yeah, once. It makes you a better person. If you're not, not going to get fucked, at some point or another, a physician's going to have to milk you. Yeah. So you might Yikes. as well enjoy it. Yeah, might yeah. as well. Because the physician's not going to enjoy it. And you're not going to enjoy that. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Well, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I do want to say that, like... Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about some of the things that I've said. And, you know, I brought up this person who was someone I was with for three years who, yeah. and we no longer are together. But I would consider him still an emotional partner on some level. Like we still, still have a friendship. We have a friendship mm-hmm. that is occasionally intimate mm-hmm. but is like and sexual even, but is mostly based on our enjoyment of each other's company 
rather than what it means to be fiancés, what right. it means to be boyfriends. And I feel like that is exactly what has made our relationship stronger. Not having so, that label. I'm not saying that I'm like rejecting the idea of partnership or or even, you know, marriage, but I just wish that we were moving toward a place where these very constricting um like uh, labels, labels and expectations mm-hmm. cause us to have these anxieties like the one you were mentioning like you were yeah. saying you get a little jealous yeah like when the girlfriend label is on you mm-hmm. I wonder if in the heterosexual world it'll it could change if we just had like really sweet friendships yeah that were like I supportive that. and yeah. sexy well, but until and, recently we weren't like People couldn't fathom the idea of a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman just being, being friends. friends. Yes. Yeah. And so that wasn't even a possibility until like friends with benefits became a thing. Yeah. <sighs> well, and, and isn't it funny? I feel like there have been like, I can think of offhand three movies sure, that have, ma- have been made about that conundrum right. about a straight man and a straight woman being mm-hmm. just friends who also have sex because it's no big deal right yeah. they always end up falling in love by the end no I mean falling I've had love, so many friends with benefits and those are some of my best relationships yes. I mean to this day my friends with benefits situation is like my best situation yeah, like I, I when he got great. a girlfriend I was like man this sucks yeah. <laughs> who am I supposed to hang out with yeah. now and not date I think there's probably also <laughs> different models work for different people yeah Right? No, so and what you're we can't able to only do. push the open kind of model as the future because yeah. that might not work for everybody. And realistically, and it, it doesn't, doesn't work for everybody. That's well, right. right. And so yeah. being open to whatever's going to work for you yeah. requires you to understand yourself, uh, which is something that's difficult, yeah. uh, and be willing to do any of the work that necessitates being in those open ones. Yeah. I think because I have such the ability to. Um, categorize sex as sex and not make it into a relationship I think that's why I'm so good at friends with benefits because I remember yeah. I've I've done the friends with benefits for years and years and I one of my buddies that we kind of did that in college I still talked to him and he was like you've been the only female I've ever successfully had a friends with benefits relationship with you because you can check out and just make it sex I'm like oh yeah all day every day I can check yeah. out and just make it I think sex. that's an evolved perspective <laughs> yeah and can I do you mind if I actually go back to what you were saying yeah. about this one friends with benefit yeah. relationship you had um, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes even as a gay man um, what was it yeah. like? <laughs> uh, maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what was that like for you to hear that this person got a girlfriend? Like, were you like, I, why wasn't that me? No. Or were, okay. All right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm... No. And I truly, when he found a girlfriend, it was, it was a little bit of me being like, oh, shucks. I won't have somebody to go and get drinks with on Sunday. But it was like, I really hope he's happy. I really want him to find somebody that he's with. And now now it's weird because they're not together anymore and now I'm like mm, I feel so sorry like I wish that would have worked out for him like I want him to be happy in a relationship because I know it's not going to be with me and I don't are you friends with benefits again yes and no we haven't started sleeping together again but like you know make out sessions and stuff like that do okay. either of you distinguish friends with benefits from fuck buddies no no I think I do because yeah. like the friend component is very different. the friend for me is like he's very much a friend like when I Got a flat yeah, tire okay. on my car. He came and changed my tire. Like, uh, you know, if I have good news, he's one of the first people I call to tell my good news to. So I do see a difference mm. between a friend right. with a benefit and a fuck buddy. Okay. Yeah. Because a fuck buddy is like, to me, I'm thinking back to like in my 20s, like this 
yeah. guy named Cole who would never call me <laughs> after, you know, before 2 p.m. And I was always like, yeah, come on over with that eight inch dick. I love it. Yeah, you know, that was a booty call. Yeah. I mean, this is interesting. Like, I guess I haven't really thought about this before, but I like what this is doing in my brain. This question that you just <laughs> asked, Dr. Eddie, because like because I feel like um, if I really think about it, this former fiance that I've been talking about a yeah. lot. He is a friend with benefits. Yeah. He's, he's like a best yeah. friend with benefits, yeah. which maybe some would see as like a downgrade, but mm. I actually see as kind of an upgrade. Yeah. I feel like it's really deepened our bond. Um, but fuck buddies are people who, I mean, I consider them friends too, but w- it's where sex take kind of is like the, is what it is. Yeah. it's kind of like the platform for mm-hmm. which our friendship exists. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's like, we'll get together, we'll fool around and then we'll be like, how are things? Yeah. How are your parents? Yeah. How's work? Yeah. Um, you know, it was nice to see you. Yeah. Now get out. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> and surface. I, I love yeah. those too, though. Yeah. Like the, those are fun. Yeah. Like, they are fun. I have a lot of them. Good. I like it. I'm like jealous. It. There's a distinction. I need more. Yeah. Yeah. That, so like, I like the distinction. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what I'm kind of pointing out. Well, but I think all of us need to be clear on those distinctions for ourselves, so yeah. that we can like be a little bit self-aware of what it is that we like and what we're getting from things and being okay yeah. with it. And yeah. that's what's some of the benefit of what you guys do through your podcasts, both of you, mm-hmm. uh, is bring it to the table and talk about it so people think about it because it's not yeah. something people are walking through the park thinking about most of the time, I right. would imagine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I do, but... <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway from this conversation, though, is what you had said, Adam. It's just like, let your guards down, you know? Yeah. Like, quit putting people in these boxes and yes. and open up, you know, to new things. I love that idea. I really, really hope that a lot of people walk away from this conversation with at least, you know, a little bit more like flexibility to their sexuality. I feel like sometimes people get so rigid in that and it just gets so uncomfortable for people. And there's so much shame wrapped up in these yeah. things and and uh, what other people might be thinking about you, what your family might be thinking about you, what your friends, what your coworkers might be thinking and just allow people to be. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's going to take a lot of deprogramming. I, yes. know, I know it sounded a little harsh. Sorry for yeah. who was listening, but but I understand it. We've been programmed. We've been yeah. programmed to think that like we have to be unflexible and rigid in these, you know, constructs. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's work on deprogramming. Yeah. There's a better way to do it. Sure, that but it's feels thousands better. of years of making sure that that offspring is mine. For sure, mm-hmm. right? Is the model that we're still working off of, which is keep all ridiculous. the offspring. Don't fucking want them. <laughs> 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 well, but that's the model that's created monogamy yeah. and all of those things, right? Of course. So yeah. there's benefits or there were historically and now it's a new time. It's yeah. a new yeah. time for new things. Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you so much, Adam, for being here thank with us. And mm-hmm. Dr. Eddie, thank you so much for um, your public health perspective and your knowledge on all things. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Until next time. Adios. Adios.